Shows your tips. Daggy and Beaver back with you for a midweek preview time. We're on double duty this afternoon to get stuck into Mooney Valley. We've got the first night meeting of the season there, the feature being the Group 1 at Moya Stakes. Uh, and then we'll be back straight after that. There'll be a couple of shows up with the Epsom and a quick look at Sandown as well. Beaver, how are you travelling? Mate, travelling very well. Um, busy weekend for mm. racing and sport in general. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, rugby league, AFL grand finals and some quality racing over three days. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, I might even, if I get time while I'm away, I might even try and punch out a sneaky something for for the fans on um, for Monday. We'll see how I go for that as well. Uh, with Sandown in play, Sandown and Warwick Farm, I believe, in play there. But anyway, uh, not much to talk about. The weekend was a long time ago. Saw some good horses. We did. Uh, some really good horses, uh, some nice results, and, um, yeah, leading into what will continue to set up to be an excellent spring carnival. Let's uh, get through this Mooney Valley meeting so we can get to the Saturday features. Uh, first of all, we've got uh, the Valley in play. The rail's true. The track will be good. Uh, so I'm hoping swoopers are very much in play here, but we have seen a lot at night, those night meetings, regardless of rail position, sometimes it's very hard to make up ground. Uh, I've, I've treated as swooping for the sake of the for today's argument anyway, Beaver. Um, going to kick off with a 1,500-metre benchmark 70, and we've lost Pungo, who is going to Mornington, I believe, where it would be very hard to beat. Uh, who are you starting the card with here? Yeah, I'm starting the card with uh, number eight here, Far Flung. Uh, thought its uh, track and conditions might set up. Nicely for it here. It's um, finished off quite nicely. Last start, only just missed um, in running. Always happy down. Uh, finished off very nicely there. I think this sets up, gets a bit more weight relief from that. And um, this looks a very winnable race. Uh, it's on top for me too. I like that return. Uh, I think straight to, I think the Valley's going to suit from gate nine. Blake Shin will have it in the running line. And it's not a bad way to start the card. From Albanian, I am, which wasn't a bad resumption up the straight there. I know it says 11th, uh, 14th to 16th, but um, now straight to 1,500 metres suits better with uh, the opportunity to take up a spot. I think that is the main danger in the first. The second is a 1,200 metre uh, race for the three-year-olds. Uh, we've lost Heuristic here, who was a live chance, and it does mean that Brave Mead uh, is very, very hard to beat now. I think it looks irresistible actually now. Form around the first up run, obviously has stood up with Stepardi and Centrify both running well since. It's going to be stalking uh, and, um, frankly, who's going to beat it? I thought the same thing. I thought um, Heuristic was the only danger and uh, hasn't shortened too much with that scratching. No, 220 is still um, fair price. acceptable odds and Stepardi, third point of Stepardi, and it was forced to chase pretty hard there. Um, off a little bit of a wide run, so clear on top for me too. Hard to beat. Beauty. The third is a 1,200-metre benchmark 84. Uh, who have you found in this one? Yeah, this is a bit of a yucky race here. A lot of the ones down the bottom finding it hard to win and even some in the middle. Like I kind of went looking for something to beat Najim Sahal and uh, I couldn't. Um, I'm willing to put a line through that run. It, it just went too hard down the straight. Um, uh, wasn't in the wasn't in the right part of the track either. Um, no, but it just went like a bat out of hell. 
um, and, and it floated up as you would expect, given the way that it ran behind some really good horses. Is weighted up to its best here, but I think um, now at the Valley uh, probably goes forward here, might be hopefully settles a bit better controls and might be just a bit too uh, nippy for some of these. I, I have it on top two. It, uh, I'm forgiving that run up the straight. I think just uh, didn't suit it at all. Mark Zara going on generally is a good thing. Lovely soft hands. Uh, has he been with us a bit, though, Mark Zara, lately? That's the only concern. I don't think he's necessarily been at the peak of his powers. No, I think that's right. But um, we will see if he can get back to oh, some form. Not a hard job here. Uh, I have it on top, and uh, I think $4 is actually a fair enough price. Um, forgiving Extreme Step, who was very good two back and was even good at Caulfield, just it was in a race it couldn't possibly win from where it got to. Uh, I think it's over the odds and would be the swooper if we're really in uh, Swoopers Valley uh, this far into the card. And I think Sandpaper maps perfectly and uh, right in the back of the leader and could be next best. The fourth is a 9.55 benchmark 84 with a 55-second challenge returning here. I think unflinching is a big price. I think... Um, Loves a valley. It's gonna from gate one. It's just you know it, it's got the speed to punch underneath these, and it's what five from six here. Trials were fantastic as you'd expect for a short course horse, um, and is on top for me. And I think a, a big price as I said. Uh, I'm gonna make the danger the one that's gonna suck on its back here in Shersov. I really like the trials uh, coming back for this, and it's gonna have first crack at the leader. Slightly taking on this Queensland horse for better or worse, but you'd have a much better idea of that form, Beaver. How have you lined them up? Yeah, I'm taking on the Queensland horse as well. Interesting horse to bring. Like it had okay form in Brisbane. It wasn't shedding the, no, you know, setting the world alight against pretty average company. Um, I assume they just needed something to again, put in the, in the truck with um, Uncommon James, basically. That's possible as well. Um, so, yeah, probably probably under the odds here, I think, at $4. Look, I thought unflinching was was the obvious choice. Uh, and that's why I've come back to it. Um, it's one six from 11. Uh, first up goes good. Track and distance, one five from six here. Um, that's a really good um, form line for this. And um, goes quick, gets the inside gate. Look, I, I went looking for something to beat it. And again, there's not a lot of depth to this race. Um, clear on top for me. Excellent. We've got the first of the features, which is the 1,600-metre Group 2 Stutz Stakes for the three-year-olds. And I was kicking myself that I wasn't with Griff last time out. In fact, took it out of the early quaddy at the last minute. and only cost me 40 grand. But um, gets the that Sydney form stood up. It, it gets the right run here. Again, we found Mark Zara, so... Hoping he, he is back to his best here, but let's be brutally honest. This is a midweek race once we get past it, uh, and um, it's on top and very hard to beat. King of Fighters, the two other chances, King of Fighters and Vedat, are both nommed for Mornington, I believe, too. So we'll see if they end up coming out. Um, and I thought they Vedat is nominated for Sandown. Sorry, Sandown. You're right. Correct. Um, and I actually had Vedat as the main danger. Should it be here, given bringing a different form line off an impressive win? I was same same as you. I, I had for that as bringing the different form line that could run well. Um, I think it'll win Sunday if, if it's taken there uh, and not here. Um, yeah, again, Griff just looks a standout, doesn't it? Um, surprised at the price. 
we'll see how much scratchings come into play, but I th don't know if that 350 is going to hold up, to be honest, unless it's mad leaders. Yep. Uh, I don't know how much longer we have to spend on this next race, the 1600 metre stock stakes for the mares, uh, and we see a, a genuine star in Amelia's duel. Well, get another, um, what do you call it, tribute race? How are they going to beat this? Yeah. It's over the odds. Yeah. Anything else? Dollar forty. Uh, no, I just I thought dollar forty was over. So, you know, not that I'm rushing in, but um, I'm just thinking. You know, great to throw in and add value to your multi. If you are just desperate to do something for the weekend and watch a footy for the rest of the weekend, you can get about two dollars sixty Amelia's jewel all up Antino. If uh, you want nothing yeah, else, cool. so. Uh, it'll yeah. win. I, I thought uh, thought-provoking might tag it and run into a place at five bucks a place if you really want me to add something to this race. But uh, I hope she gets around the valley because I'd love to see her in a cox plate. The feature <laughs> is the uh, Group 1,000 metre Moya Stakes. Uh, and again, uh, not the biggest field, but uh, a juicy-looking contest. We've got the track record holder, and conqueror of Giga Kick Imperatrice about a dollar eighty. Uh, can it? Can she be beat? Don't think so. I really don't think so. Uh, if you look at the last round, that was uh, outstanding. It was amazing, and I think this race probably sets up fairly similar, doesn't it? Yes. Um, probably just tracks into the race behind um, as for uncommon James, and then just bang down the straight. Um, Inferno will be last. Uh, Acromantul is going to take up the pace here. Roughfire and others will just tag it in. And if it produces the bloodstand like it did last time, it just sat and waited and bang. So, yeah, clear on top for me. You know, I, I probably think in this field, $1.65 is short enough. Uh, I'm coming to Jones resuming. It's obviously got some ability uh, as far as going good, but this is first test in against this type of quality. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. The only way I can see getting beat is if Uncommon James gets the absolute perfect run off the back of the pace and uh, stumbles in by like a half, you know, a short half head or something. Just uh, Imperatrice, Imperatrice too, gets too held up back. a little bit. Yeah, and... too far back. But I think she'll win again. I think she's uh, was ultra impressive and may well be the on the way to become the, the premier sprinter in um, Australasia. So... Looking forward to see her step out again uh, with yes. everyone else falling over. Uh, and we're going to wrap up with the 1,200-metre Scarborough Stakes for the girls uh, and well, probably the most interesting race on the card. Uh, four key hopes that I'm looking at, and uh, that's going to be uh, – I'm going to make another Casey which for all and over at 20s who, as I said when it was saved a few weeks back, was stuck in complete – Quicksand first up, uh, was heavily backed, has now had six weeks off, two trials, the last of which was very, very nice, uh, and is still uh, 15 bucks at the moment. I'm going to put her on top and have a stab at her from Inhibitions, who was unlucky chasing uh, Charmstone last time out. Should have finished closer to her, and I can back each way as well. They're the two key plays here. Cigar Flick is haunting me, and I seriously contemplated putting it on top because bringing Sydney form here, but I have been putting that Sydney form the whole way through the carnival. Uh, next best. I, I had the feeling that Skirt the Law 
wanted further than 1,200 metres. I thought she was a bit dour up the straight there last time out. But what are you thinking? Probably on Declary. I thought that. No, 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 no. I'm not actually. I was, I was really disappointed uh, with Scott Lillard's last run. I thought first up was outstanding. And then I thought the same as you. I thought in run, um, I thought it just looked the goods. It had the right right trail there sitting third. And you're right, it did. It had all the favours and just looked a bit dour. I was, I was really confused as to what to make of that run and whether it was just a bit of second up syndrome, whether it was the straight track and it just didn't um, respond as well down the straight and it sort of took its toll um, or, or it was, as you said, looking for further. So I'm just going to risk it on that basis. I thought inhibitions, you're right. I thought inhibitions was good um, and I had it on top. thought it could run really well. With the other blue colours, I think he can run yeah. a nice race, Osma. Um, and so I, I, I sort of went, I'm going to stick with the blue in the last and uh, see where we land. Perfect. Uh, where are we landing for progretracing.com.au for your best and value uh, at the Valley? Yeah, I'm going to do a multi as my, as my not my value, my best. Uh, race to number three, Brave Mead. All into race six, number eight, Amelia's Jewel. All into race seven, number seven, Imperatrix. That's my best. And my value bet is in the last race eight, number five, Inhibitions. Beauty. Uh, I'm going to make, I'm just going to make Imperatrix my best race seven, number seven in the feature. And my value, I really like the bracket in the last two. Uh, in race eight, number four, all and over, race in number five, Inhibitions. I think we'll get a result out of that. So, that's how I've seen the Valley on a Friday night. Uh, always good times in the summer getting out and watching them. Uh, but for now, check out progretracing.com.au and stay tuned to the YouTube channel and the website because we'll also have our comprehensive look at the Epsom Day at Randwick and Sandown on Sunday coming up. Uh, take care, guys. and Talk to you soon.